What's up, everybody? It's Jay and Jay with Justin and Jordan. Yeah. What we got today, Justin? So today we will be reacting to the All Star Reserves. They just announced it on Thursday night. We finally got to see who made it, who got snubbed, and we'll, we get to talk about it. Um, the biggest topic right now in the league is the 65 game requirement. A good rule. We're about to talk about that. And Knicks, nine-game winning streak. You know, we had to talk about that. We wasn't about to just gloss over that. Knicks are cooking right now. Nine-game winning streak. We, we'll talk yeah. about it a little bit later, though. But just to let y'all know, nine-game winning streak, third seed. We're going to see them extend that to 10 games tonight against LeBron and AD in the Garden. We're going to be going live. And we're going to cook, bro. But let's let's get into these all star reserves, bro. Talk to me, Justin. You got the you got the rosters ready on you, bro. Cause yeah. I I had some feelings about it, some positive, some negative, mostly negative to be honest with you, especially in the West. But I feel like the East the East got got a couple things right. There is one guy though who um I was shocked was left out. One guy I was shocked who was left out, but I think he's gonna get in considering that Randall is hurt, um and Embiid's gonna be hurt and not participate. So. If if this one guy that we're gonna talk about a little bit later doesn't get in, I'm gonna be very disappointed, very very disappointed. So what do you what do you what was your first reaction to the rosters? You want me to read out the the reserves? Yeah yeah, yeah. please. Let's start with the East. All right, for the East we have Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle. Um, what the fuck? Oh, oh, this is Zach Lowe shit. Um, Jalen Brunson and Paolo Bancaro. Because yeah. I saw in this shit, this was his, like, his list. Yeah. And he had Damian Lillard in here. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I think it's not a reserve. That's where he should be. But this is basically the all the reserves except take out Damian Lillard, put in Brunson. Put in Brunson, yeah. Yeah. And then you got Paolo in there. Um, I, I, I think that uh, Trey Young was snubbed. I would definitely put him in over Jalen Brown. But, um, I mean, he's I think he's going to get in. If he doesn't get into substitute from Randall or Embiid, that's ridiculous. Cause you know me, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Trey Young fan, but I feel like he's low key been underrated, Justin, this year and last year. He's been he was on a playoff team last year. Understandably, it was a it was a seven or eight seed. You feel me? Seven seed actually. Sorry, and um, he cooked. He cooked in the regular season. He cooked in the playoffs. I mean, he's got to be the only guy like an average like twenty seven and ten. Cleanly and not make it to an all-star game. For whatever reason, bro. For whatever reason. I know we were talking a lot last year about Brunson and Harden not making it to an all-star game. But it shocked me personally that Triang didn't make it last year. And he didn't make it this year. Like, is it... I want to know what it is. Is it that... Because I'm hearing that people around the league don't like him. That's what I'm hearing. He wasn't really getting too much player votes and all that shit. Um, is it that he's not winning enough? Because right now he's still in the playoffs. I, I saw a thing on um, on Twitter... Uh, stat muse it was like a, there's only been three times where a player will average 25 and 10 assists and didn't make the all-star team was he all three no it was trey young twice and then michael adams back in 90 something what what year was it 90 90 91 he averaged 26 and 10 and a half assists Psh, on the Nuggets, I'm assuming on the Nuggets Damn, but the we'll Nuggets over him I'm guessing Magic Clyde Damn, I don't even know who else, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't I don't know who made it over him. Um 
But I, I'm assuming he didn't make it because the Nuggets were like 20 and 62. So yeah, that, that's probably my guess. But Trey Young's not on a on a twenty and sixty two team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he, even last year he he's wasn't. On, he's on a decent team. Yeah. They're not good. They're not terrible. But they're mid. They've been mid. They're gonna be in the playoffs, so yeah. So they're we're talking we're talking about a, a guy on a playoff team averaging like twenty five and ten. He had a streak of 30, 30 points and ten assists that all, that lasted for a good amount. And he's not even making it as a reserve. Now, I'm not telling. I'm not telling the voters that yo put this man as a fucking starter. He's not better than Max. He's not better than Brunson. You know, he he's not even better than Dame. You know, I would still take Dame over over him this year. And Dame's been struggling, but man, Jalen Brown this year over him is is ridiculous. To be completely frank with you, it's fucking ridiculous and it's disingenuous. There's there's no reason to to have Jalen Brown over him, even if you want to talk about winning. Now, with Embiid and, and Randall, they're going to be out for the All-Star game. Let's just assume. Let's be real. You agree with me, right? Trey Young's going to re- replace one of those guys. Yeah. Who's the other replacement going to be then? Who should it be? Who should it be? And I'm really hoping you don't say one name. <laughs> I wonder who you think I'm going to say. Nah, it's not Derek White. It can't. Fuck I no. swear to God, um, if it's Derek White, I'm pissed e- off. Eastern player. Damn. Trey Young is like the definitive spot. The other person I'd go with is probably Scotty Barnes. I'll go with Scotty as well. I'll go with Trey Young and Scotty. And it, it's so funny to me, bro. They put up NBA on Twitter, like the NBA account on Twitter, official Twitter account, put up like, oh, who should replace these guys, right? They put Trey Young's stats, Porzingis' stats, Scotty Barnes' stats. And for Derek White, they put the team record. <laughs> I do. I've never seen that shit in my life. So it's like Porzingis, 19 points. Trey Young, like 26 and 10, I think it is. Porzingis hasn't played enough games, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, injury replacement probably don't matter. Yeah, and um, and um, Scotty Barnes, you know, he's doing his thing. He's averaging 20-something, a couple assists, a couple rebounds. And for Derek White, it's like, oh, team record, like 37 and whatever. That's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. That's embarrassing. And, and I just love that Celtic fans are still trying to push this narrative. Like, oh, he's an all-star. He's an all-star. Look how much he contributes to winning. Look how much he contributes to winning. All right, bro. He 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 could raise your ceiling, but he don't raise your fucking floor. I don't I don't see him going to the fucking Wizards, Pistons, whatever team. Even the Spurs right now. I don't see him being the Spurs' point guard and leading this team to more wins. I don't see him going to the, the Pistons and even getting one win if you replace Kate Cunningham. Him and Kate Cunningham switch places. Celtics get better. Pistons get worse. Explain that to me. But he's a fucking all-star. It's ridiculous. But for me, out of those group of guys, give me Scotty and give me Trey Young. After that, everything will be right with the world. You feel me? If I see Derek White, you're going to see me come in next episode fucking pissed, bro. I'm going to be pissed off, bro, if that shit happens. Now, yeah. Um, when I first saw the list, I'm like, Trey Young should have made it. And I don't know was good with him not making it. You saw LeBron had a tweet last night. He's like, Trey Young should have made it. Uh he was like, uh something is fishy. <laughs> like yeah. um so yeah, Trey Young's been playing fucking incredible. And last night, big big time game, 32 and 15. Mm-hmm. They had a big game for Trey Young. And he's just proving that he should be in the game this year and last year. Like 
I don't know what's wrong with them. It can't be based on record because we've seen, like, even LeBron said in his tweet, he's like, we've seen guys with nastier records make it to the All-Star game. Correct. Like, so we shouldn't, I don't think the All-Star really mattered. Like, the the team record didn't really matter that much. I feel like if you're, I feel like the team record only really matters if you're, like, the top team and you're trying to have, like, multiple guys. That's when it kind of matters. But, like, in terms of, the team sent like there was a lot of years where like we seen shitty at like I remember when Trey Young was a starter I think it was the second year bro the Hawks were bad they, like, were, bad. they were they were worse than what they are now like way worse yep. and he was a starter but that's because he was averaging like thirty and eleven yeah so I don't know what it is um the Jalen Brown pick surprised me because I didn't think he would have made like from the Celtics I thought it would have been Tatum and Porzingis um. So yeah, the Jalen Brown one was the only one that really surprised me. Everybody else, I kind of, I feel like it was pretty like straightforward and it wasn't like too crazy. Decent picks, yeah. Yeah, uh, Scotty Barnes, I didn't really feel like he was gonna get snubbed just because of all the, like the guys we had there already. I'm Jalen Brown, yeah, that's, that was like I I didn't see that shit coming, but I was like, Scotty was like, he was like in and out to me, like he was. In there, but then I feel like he didn't make it cause just because the talent that we had. But, but yeah, I think uh, Jalen Brown was like the biggest like surprise to me. Per your point, though, yeah, like um, <clears throat> even using Trey Young himself as an example, we've seen guys with worse team records make it to a fucking All Star game. Yeah, we've seen Kemba Walker be on an eternal Hornets team that's the ten or eleven seed every fucking year, and he's still making it. We've seen a guy as incredible as Anthony Davis make it as All-NBA and, and as an All-Star. Again, another team, the Pelicans, are usually like a fucking 10 seed, not making the playoffs. I'm pretty sure AD missed the playoffs more as a Pelican than he made it, to be honest with you. And he was still making All-Star games. So it's kind of like, how are we going to talk about Trey Young as if Trey Young's not in the fucking playoffs right now? That's a good point, too. He's in the playoff hunt. So we're, we're rewarding these guys who, who were like 10, 11, sometimes even 12 seeds Going to the fucking uh, All Star game because how because of how good their individual play is, but Trey Young is on a team. I'm not gonna say a winning team, but we know they're gonna make it to the playoffs regardless, whether it's through the playing or whatever. They're not losing a playing game. From what I've seen in Trey Young the past past two years, he's gonna win those playing games, bro. He's he's low key built for them. That's true. But we know they're gonna have a playoff spot, probably a seven or eight seed right now. But it's like, why are we treating him if it's team record? Why are we treating him like he's he's on the Pistons? Why are we treating him like he's Cade Cunningham? Like he's on the worst team in the fucking league. There's a team that's that's vying for a playoff spot. And if they get hot, they could get out of the plan and actually be like a sixth seed. They're not that far behind the Pacers. They're not that far behind the Magic, you feel me? They're not that far behind the Heat. So so what are we talking about when we're like, oh, but his team record is not that good? They're still a playoff team. Damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, look. Yo. They're still a playoff team. That's crazy. And they're still a playoff team, bro. And by April, we're going to see them in the first round, bro. We're going to see the Hawks in the first round. And we're going to be like, damn, what the fuck? This man really wasn't an all-star replacement. He wasn't a fucking reserve. He wasn't even, God forbid, like a starter. The Hawks get on the heater right now, bro. And, and be a fucking six seed. And we're just ignoring that because of what? Because of how they look right now? Because they're mid? That could change. That could change in an instant. If they're the worst team in the fucking league, that's not changing, bro. But they're still in that hunt, and, and we're just, like, ignoring that. 
all due respect to a guy like Paolo, incredible player. Um, he also got into the forward spot, so it's not like Trey could have taken the spot. But it's like, he's barely above the Hawks. He is barely above the Hawks. So it's like, what, what's the point of this? What is this argument? But I'm sure he's going to get in as a replacement to either Randall or Embiid. And like I said, bro, the, the world will be fixed. Not yet. He, I, he needs to be a fucking all-star. Yeah, at first, I wasn't really tripping like that because I'm like... Em- I was, trust me. I was like, I was. Embiid and Randall are hurt, so he's going to get in. And it still counts on your resume that you was an all-star. So like we, like we talked about, what was it, last week? Bro, 10, 15, well, five years from now, we probably won't even remember that yeah. he got snubbed. We'll just know that he was an all-star. And then moving on to the West. Oh, God, this shit pissed me off. The Western Conference reserves are Stephen Curry, Anthony Edwards, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, and Paul George. Um, I'm going to let you go first. I, I want to hear your reactions to this because I was disappointed. Yeah, I already know what you're going to say. Um, Western Conference reserves, I'm not going to lie. I like this list. The only one that really, like, supr- well, I'm not going to, well, there's, like, really two big-ass elephants in the room. Um, I'm not going to lie. Carl Towns surprised me on this shit. And I had a convo with somebody the other uh, last night, and they were like, nah, you're bugging. Cat uh, should have made it because he just had 60 two weeks ago. I'm like, when the fuck does that matter? I've seen, I seen Corey Brewer drop 50. I've seen Terrence yeah. Ross drop 50. Like, Mo Williams drop fucking 50. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Like, Cat's been having a good season, but like compared to the others and even comparing to Cat's prior All-Star seasons, I feel like this one is just like, it's not saying it's underwhelming, but I feel like the other guys have just been playing a little bit better. I think De'Aaron Fox should have fucking made the all-star team. Like, his numbers are crazy. The fact that he didn't make it is fucking wild. Um, I think Sabonis should have made it, too, because he's been playing fucking terrific. But I, I had a feeling he wasn't going to make it just because of the, the all-star ballots was coming up every other week. And I would, we would either, we talked about it. His name he wouldn't wasn't, even show up. Yeah, his name wouldn't show up. And then I think finally the third um, ballot, he was tenth. he was tenth. So off, just off of that, I'm like, he's probably not gonna make it. But um, yeah, man, I think I think both of them boys should have made it. To be honest, um, I know somebody was like, oh, I think Shingun should have made it. Um, Shingun's been playing good, but I think um. It's, just, it's too early. I think he's been playing good, but it's just too early. It's just too many good guys this year. Shingun's going to make a lot of these All-Star games, I think, in the future. So I don't really think you should worry about Shingun. But, um, yeah, f- to me, Cat was, like, the biggest surprise. Um, that was, yeah, that was really it for me. And then Devin Booker, I think Devin Booker should have got in, but it was a Devin lot. Devin Booker. He should have got in, too, but it, it was a point where I'm like, is he gonna make it? Cause I was questioning if he was actually. If, if it wasn't for last week, bro, I don't think he would have made it. Yeah, cause I I was thinking just off like it's Devin Booker and it's the Phoenix Suns. I I was assuming he was gonna make it, but then part of me was like, I don't know. I really I had my doubts, but yeah, to me, Carl Towns is the biggest surprise. This isn't like any knock or disrespect on Towns, but I just thought De'Aaron Fox should have been in, and Sabonis too. This is my piece. <sighs> 
I um let's address the real fucking elephant in the room to be honest with you. And it's it's not those two guys, to be honest with you, in my opinion. Let's talk about one of the best fucking defenders in the league that he's leading the league in, in a in a particular stat, actually, Justin. Paul George is leading the league in steals in the sense that of stolen fucking all-star appearances. <laughs> He led the league last year stealing an appearance, and he led the league this year stealing an appearance. The fact that this man is a nine-time All-Star now because he stole a spot this year and he stole a spot last year is disgusting to me, to be completely honest with you. Why is why are we talking about Devin Booker and Towns? You know, Devin Booker's a, a better talent than Paul George. Towns is on a winning team, like the number one team. I understand that. Clippers have been on a heater. We fucking understand. We get it. They're a third or fourth seed right now. We fucking understand. But Towns on the number one seed, and then you got fucking Devin Booker cooking, right? So Bonus has been playing better than Paul George this year, objectively. And I don't give a fuck that it's like, oh, but Paul George is scoring more points, blah, 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 blah. He's averaging 20. He's averaging 23 right now, Justin. He's not doing nothing crazy. So Bonus is averaging 20, 12 and change, and 8 fucking assists. 20, 12 and change, and 8 fucking assists. Darren Fox is averaging 27 points per game. So you tell me what Paul George is, better than, is doing better than these two players. Where is he better than De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis this year? And this is my fucking point, bro, when it comes to reputation. But at least with Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry is an all-time great. He's one of the 15 best players to ever pick up a fucking basketball. So that's why he gets in over De'Aaron Fox as a fucking 12th seed. What has Paul George done in his career reputation-wise? To automatically get a spot over De'Aaron Fox, who has been phenomenal this year. Over Sabonis, who's having an all-time great season this year. This man Sabonis comes in every fucking year. And you might not see it on the box score, because a lot of people just watch the box score. But every year, the man comes back better than the year before. Every single year, since his rookie year to now. Every year, he is better. What has Paul George done that, that solidifies him as better than these two guys? Don't tell me it's fucking winning. Because you know what? The Thunder got one all-star. And they are the second seed right now. The Nuggets got one all-star. They're the third seed right now. So why is that the Clippers with, with two all-stars as the fourth seed deserve Paul George to go to the fucking all-star game when one of the two Kings players should have made it? It's just the facts, bro. He's the biggest elephant in the room. Devin Booker's a phenomenal talent. He's better individually. Towns is the second all-star on the one seed. It just happens, bro. When you're the top seed, more often than not, you're going to get two all-stars in the fucking all-star game. But why, why is Paul George in? I know you said Shangun is too early. Give me some bonus. Give me Fox. Give me Shangun over this guy. Seriously. And at this point in time, give me one of the fucking rookies over Paul George this year as an all-star. Because he's not, he's not doing anything that's moving me, bro. And I know one guy um, in our group chat said, but like, yo, like, Darren Fox has been kind of mid recently. Paul George is the king of having mid-ass games, bro. This man will have a week straight. He'll play four games and drop 17, drop 12, drop 20, drop 15 in those four fucking games. So don't tell me it's not. Don't tell me it's like, oh, Darren Fox is slowing down. Paul George been slowing down. He's been slowing down. So why does he have an all-star appearance this year? Can you please enlighten me, Justin? I'll love to hear why you think Paul George should be a fucking all-star this year. Go ahead, because I'm not seeing the vision. I'm not seeing the vision of Paul George in 2024 making the fucking all-star game. I think part of it has to do with the fact that this is a season where 
Well, one, it started off really bad when that trade happened. And then things started to pick up. And part of it was because of, well, we had the uncertainty of Kawhi Leonard being healthy all year. And this year he's been healthy. But we've seen during their winning streak that Paul George is either one of or the second, like, go-to guy on this team. And that's been leading to their wins. And also him defensively is a big part of this team. Him and Kawhi as a tandem, they've been very, like, that's a pivotal part to their team and to their success of why they've been winning all these games. And they've been coming up in big games, too. It's not like, it's just like these bullshit one-off games. I hear what you're saying. Like, like the argument is there for, like, those guys that you're talking about. It's just it's a very thin line. We're talking about all-star players in the NBA. You could nitpick whoever, like, yeah, I I think De'Aaron Fox should have made it too. Like, I think that too. Um, Paul George, I was I, I was rooting for Paul George to make it when we was trying to predict the reserves. Um, did I actually think he would get in? Uh, I wasn't too sure. I was more like sure that De'Aaron Fox was a lock. But um, I'll say Paul George to me, he is deserving of the All Star spot. Just Why? because, just because of his impact on this team, and we can't we can't take away and say, oh, it's all Kawhi Leonard. That's not the case. Th- this team was rolling, and then the James Harden team shit happened, and the shit was going downhill. And then Paul George stepped up on nights when Kawhi was not either out or not playing well, and vice versa. Kawhi was playing well too. That's why he has a spot as well. Who has stepped up the last two weeks though? When Paul George has been slacking, Kawhi Leonard. All right then. Who else is who else be picking shit up? James fucking James, Harden. Yeah, James Harden. So it's like, why, why are we talking about this? All right, cool. He's impacting the winning sometimes because we've seen the last two weeks he's been fucking slacking. De'Aaron Fox is the go-to guy. So Bonus is the second go-to guy every fucking night, whether he's playing like shit or he's playing good. They don't have a James Harden to fall back on as a third option. Be like, yo, go in this fucking game. Unless you want to try to tell me right now that Malik Monk is just as good as James Harden this year. No. You can't tell me that. Exactly. No. So what are we talking about here? And I feel like, like you said, we both agree on, on Darren Fox making it. He should have fucking made it. The guy even had, I, I'm not going to go too far, but he, he kind of had a case to be a fucking starter. He's been that good. You feel me? It's just that Shea and Luca have been otherworldly talents. Oh, yeah. Me? I was about to say. Any other year, he'd be a starter, except this year. But my frustration, bro, is... If it's about winning, they're the four seed. Why they have two all stars when the Thunder Whoa. and Nuggets have one? If it's, aren't they the best team since December? That's fine. The All Star game is the best players from opening day to now. It's not December. It's not just from December. It's from opening day to now. You feel me? So bonus has been phenomenal from the first fucking game to now. He has less than ten games without a triple without a double double. Does that not sound fucking crazy to you? I think That's he literally only has five games without a double-double this season. He's played 40 fucking, 40-something games, bro. And only five of them, he doesn't have a double-double. He's a lock for a double-double. Darren Fox, we know how fucking good he is. We know he's going to give you 27 on any fucking given night. We know he's going to be clutch. We know that recently he's going to give you the fucking defense. So we're going to give this shit to Paul George. Again, this is going back to what I said last week. We got to stop talking about the fucking reputation of these guys from shit that they did years ago. Cool, this man was an MVP candidate four fucking years ago. Good for him. Cool, this guy had back-to-back battles with LeBron already 11 years ago. 
Let's talk about the All-Star game in 2024 based on what motherfuckers is doing in 2024. I could care less what Paul George did in the past, bro. Because like I said, Sabonis, Fox, and Shangun have been better than Paul George this year. There's no way you can convince me otherwise. There's just no way. Especially when the man drops the fucking slack very often. Very often. I, that's why I don't be surprised. That's why I don't call it out in the group chats anymore when Paul George drops 12 fucking points. When Paul George shoots three for fucking 13 on a night. Because at that point, that's kind of what I expect from him once in a while. I expect that once a week from him. I don't expect that shit from Sabonis. I don't expect that shit from Fox. I don't expect that shit from fucking Shangun. I don't expect that from anybody else that like I snubbed. I just don't. I don't. But Paul George, that's why I don't call. I'm like, yeah, it's just Paul George shit. My man just dropped 25, now he's dropping 12. You feel me? I'm I'm not, I'm not, me personally, I'm not, I'm not jacking this shit that Paul George is an all-star. Because holding back Sabonis, holding back Fox, is holding back a lot of players, holding five fucking players, to be honest with you, that deserve that shit more than him. Yo, the West is fucking stacked. It is stacked, but my thing is, bro, like, he still don't deserve it, stacked or not, even if it wasn't so fucking stacked, bro. Even if Shingun wasn't having that good a year, even if the rookies weren't playing fucking good, whatever. Even if Gobert wasn't a DPOI candidate. Even if Towns wasn't that good. Paul George is still not making my fucking ballot. I'm just putting Paul, um, uh, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis instead of Paul George. That's what I would do. And he still would be a fucking snub if all those guys weren't playing that good this year. He's still a snub to me. That's how many guys have been playing better than Paul George this year. And he's still a fucking all-star. He's still an all-star. Why? Because he's Paul George. Give him a different fucking name, bro. Give him a different resume. This man doesn't make the All-Star game in the West. I promise you. I promise you, bro. If you gave these stats to fucking Dylan Brooks, if you gave these stats to fucking Jamal Murray, if you gave these stats to anybody, bro, they're not making the fucking All-Star game. But because it's Paul George, because he did shit 10 years ago, because he did shit five years ago, and he has the name value, he's been an All-Star so many fucking times, we just got to hand it to him. Again. Like we did last year, where we just gift-wrapped it and gave it right to Paul George. The man had no right to make the All-Star game this year or last year. <laughs> and it's a fucking shame that he's holding back other players. It's frustrating me. That's one thing that frustrates me, especially since money and, and your Hall of Fame resume goes into this shit. This man is stealing money from other people, and he's stealing away recognition from other people. Like, literally. And Darren Fox has been suffering from this for, for his whole fucking career, bro. His whole career. There's so many years he could have been a fucking There's nobody ball. hurt on the... No. That's another problem, too. Nobody's hurt. That's my big frustration, too. Nobody's hurt. Wow. So far... And I hope nobody nobody gets hurt, obviously. But so far, nobody's hurt. It's looking like no space for, for Fox or Sabonis. Yeah. 12 is like... Yo, because I was... um, You remember how people was talking about, well, maybe you should be 15. Because I'm like, yo, imagine if we had 15 and motherfuckers got hurt. Then you might see Derek White if that was the case. Jeez, but um, child. yeah, that was a compelling argument you made about Paul George. Because as soon as you brought up Dylan Brooks having the same stats, I'm like, I'm like, this shit might be like deeper than like uh, the voting. It's the name. It might. I don't know what it is. He's not doing anything crazy, bro. Twenty three points is good. Yeah, because when I look like, like when I looked at his counting stats, I'm like. Like nice, like regular Paul George numbers. Um, watching him, I'm like, he's doing like he's doing what I expect him to do. I guess part of it is just because of the Clippers are playing so much better. 
But um, it's just, yeah, it's tough, like you said, because those other two, Fox and Sabonis have been playing really fucking good. And these guys are also at the end of the day. So, like, you could make an argument for everybody that got snubbed and everybody's like, they're going to hear your point. I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, you're a fucking cocksucker! Like, <laughs> like all, like all the points you made are valid. So I think, yeah, like you said, I feel like there has to be like a middle ground into picking these also because Trey Young not making it is fucking criminal. Terrible. De'Aaron Fox <laughs> and Sabonis not making it is criminal. Um. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what be going down in this, in the voting process. Um. But I don't know. that That's something they got to figure out. You want to hear some crazy shit before we go on to our next topic? Yeah. If he was healthy, I'll put Desmond Bain in the All-Star game before Paul George. He had better fucking numbers. He was a better individual player. He was the number one option. Yo, Paul with, George with, is like the hardest motherfucker to defend. Like, <laughs> yo, I've been trying to defend this nigga. Oh, I, I thought you meant like on the court. I'm about to say nigga. He's not even top 20 hardest No, no, no. I'm talking guard. about like, because I'm like, damn, bro, like. You don't even give me a shot, like, <laughs> like against me, against the number one like Paul George criticizer in the world, like you're you're not gonna you know not not to there's talk like shit. nothing you're I not could, gonna beat me. There's really nothing like because his stats this year are like regular Paul George stats. It's twenty like yeah. I said, twenty points is an ass. and what fucked it up was last night's game because last night he was like I think he had like oh, eighteen. Try, try all week. Try all try the past two weeks, Justin. That Pistons game. He's dropping like twelve, bro. He's dropping twelve. Yo, I, I be hammering his under sometimes. I'm not gonna I lie, I everything. forgot he was in the game yesterday. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, everything I be I be slamming his under sometimes because he's due for like a ten point game, bro. He be once a week he's due for a ten point game. I just gotta try to find the best game where he's gonna drop fucking ten to fifteen points instead of twenty three and a half. You feel me? It's 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 good money, bro. It's good money when you find out that one or two games a week that he does that shit. And shit, I've been hammering the past two weeks. And I it's guess, been working. I guess I was surprised with Kat because I thought Gobert would have made it first instead of him. The Gobert hate would have been crazy and undeserved. You feel me? Like, I thought if it was going to be two Timberwolves, I thought it was going to be Edwards and Gobert. It should have been Gobert. And I, I mean, I don't have a problem with Tom's making it. I was just surprised that when I saw him on there. If I could only have one Kings pair, too... I would send Fox, Fox, and I would just switch town. I'll put in Fox for for um Paul George and Gobert for Towns. I think this is basically my fucking ballot. Sabonis has been incredible. I vouched for Sabonis so much. I've been a fan of Sabonis since he was on the fucking Pacers, and obviously you know me. I've been a fan of a Fox since the Lonzo Ball games. To be honest with you, I'm a I'm a really big fucking fan of De'Aaron Fox, but um. Man, it, it's just, there's so much talent in the West, bro. And then you look at the East, kind of, and it's like, uh, it drops off. The East really, the fucking All-Stars really fell into place. Yeah, like, but, but... Except but, for Trey Young. Like, I don't know how you fucked that up. But let's be real, though. Like, if it, if the All-Star game was just, like, um, the top 24 players, period, a lot of guys in the East would be fucking cut out. Jalen Brown wouldn't make it. Yeah. You'll probably get, like... Or like Eight. no no position just straight no put no positions let's say you know we'll keep positions right but um let's say it wasn't by conference I think the East would oh. send in eight out of twenty four guys truthfully and honestly and that means the West is sending sixteen motherfuckers bro because Shangun is playing better than Jalen Brown this year yeah. you feel me the Kings guys the Kings duos are are playing better than Bon uh, than Paolo Banquero. 
They're playing better. Big fan. But they're, being, they're playing better than Julius Randle, who's been phenomenal. They're playing better than a lot of fucking players. They're playing better than Dame. You feel me? There's a lot of... <laughs> shit, there's a lot of guys playing better than Dame this year. Shit, Wemby's playing better than a lot of motherfuckers. On the East. Yeah. yeah on the East, yeah. He's better than Porzingis, you feel me? He, he Right now, he's a better fucking player than Porzingis. Same with Chet. Better fucking this year than a lot of guys in the East. They would have made the East All-Star team. It's just the West is so fucking packed, bro, with talent. I think they'll make the All-Star next year. They will. If not both of them, one of them is They're guaranteed. keeping the tradition of not having rookies in. Which is fucking Chris Broussard. I almost said it. It's very Broussard, bro. It's very Broussard. Last, well, Blake Griffin was the last one, but the last true rookie was Yame. I, but the thing is, I, I would have put I would have put rookie Luka in there in the All-Star game. You feel me? Man was averaging twenty as a rookie. Yeah. So was Darren. Um, Darren Fox. So was um, so was um, Donovan Mitchell. He averaged twenty as a rookie. Yeah. But I still nah. wouldn't have put him in. I yeah. wouldn't have put guards him. was too stacked then. But Luca, at the time being a small forward, he could have made it. Yeah. He definitely he should have made it as a fucking rookie. I'm trying to think what other rookies really deserve to make it. Like Cade, no, um, nobody from his fucking class. Um. Tatum was obviously nah. not good enough. Fox was not good enough. Mitchell was not good enough. He was the best one from that class. Uh, B.I. was no. underwhelming. Ben Simmons was hurt. Jalen Brown was not nothing crazy, you feel me? I mean, it's, it'd be a while where, where like, rookies really deserve Like, there's only a few that you could pick out that, like, really deserved it and didn't make it. LeBron. Bron and Melo should have made yeah. it. Um. um. You, like I said, you could reach with Donovan Mitchell, but at least it's possible. Uh, Luca should have made Kevin it. Durant's rookie year was might have been too early. Because I think, he, yeah, it's too stacked. On the East, he he would have had a shout out. Because I think he might have his rookie year. I think he had averaged like twenty flat or twenty. No, he did. He did, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if he was in the East, I'm sure Paul Pierce made it that fucking year. I would take him over Paul Pierce. Like, definitively, I would have taken him over Paul Pierce. But it, they're they're like you said, it's, it's a stupid tradition, bro. Yeah. If you're playing good, send these motherfuckers to All-Star game. That's it. Whether they're a rookie or in year 11, just fucking send them, bro. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I feel like they did it more back then. And they just kind of... Like... But also, those guys were like all-timers. <laughs> like, Shaq made it as a rookie. Jordan. Jordan did, made it as a rookie. Did he make it? I don't think so. Uh, I could double check, but I don't think he did. I don't think so. You're, you're still dealing with... His teammate, Ralph Sampson, was probably all star last year. I know Patrick year. Ewing definitely didn't make it because I think he only played like 50 games. Fucking right? 40 games. Yeah. Ralph Sampson probably made it as a rookie too. He probably Not saying did. Ralph Sampson. Um, Hakeem did make it as a rookie. Good for him. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, because he lost rookie of the year and the man still put up like 22, bro. Hakeem, the only player. Ralph Sampson. Oh, wait. Oh, I looked at Ralph Sampson. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Now I'm about to say, come on, bro. Ralph Sampson made it as a rookie too. Un- That's crazy. Underrated. Um. What if? What if player? Yeah. Very underrated. What That's if crazy. Fucking number one pick makes the all stars a rookie. They get the number one pick again. Got yep. Hakeem, all stars a rookie. And they was both all stars together. Yep. And the thing is, bro, that like, like, like a lot of people have said, I'm not the first one to say Hakeem is the only fucking player, bro, that that got drafted, and you can't make a case against drafting him because Jordan came after. Like, there's no one else you could probably put in that fucking spot and say the same thing. Yeah, he's he was that incredible, bro. I mean, we we got a little bit off topic with with slight little Hakeem Glaze, I'm big big fucking fan of Hakeem over you here. You know who didn't make the All Star? I should have. 
I don't know about shit. Well, I'm just thinking. AI didn't make it. Yeah, I think he like I don't think Magic Johnson made it as a rookie. I don't know. Maybe Larry Bird did though. Uh, let me see. Magic Johnson. I think one of Bird or, or Magic made it. AI oh, Magic make did it. make it as a rookie. He I, missed it his sophomore. He got hurt. I know AI didn't make it, but I think he averaged 23 as a fucking rookie. Larry Vince, Bird made it as a rookie too. Vince <laughs> Carter Vince Carter ain't make it. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a new tradition, bro. It's not even like a thing that spans back to the 60s, bro. It's just some corny shit. Tim Duncan made it as a rookie. Yeah, Tim Duncan made it. No Kobe, obviously. I, I th- Grant Hill made it as a rookie, right? I think I think he might have been a fucking... He may have. He might have been a starter. Jake Kidd ain't make it. Yeah, Jake he didn't, didn't make, make it, it, though. Jake Kidd ain't make it. Um, I wonder... Nah, yeah, Charles Barkley didn't make it. Dwight ain't make it. Nah, yeah. And he ain't even won fucking rookie of the year. I'm like an Okafor. I'm like an Okafor, yeah. Just crazy to me. CP ain't make it, and CP came out hot, averaging like 17 to 9, bro. Still ain't make it. Still ain't fucking make it, bro. I wonder if Gary Payton made it. Nah. His nah. rookie year, his first two years, he was kind of underwhelming. He wasn't putting up the number. I don't even think he averaged 10 as a rookie. Damn. But yeah, this shit was like way more common back then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you say it's a, tra- a tradition, I'm It's like, been bro. more than a decade since the rookies played in the All-Star game. And yeah, mad people in the, just in the 80s make it. Jordan, Hakeem, Ralph Sampson, um, Larry Bird, Magic, Magic, all fucking made it. And, there's probably and deservedly other, so too. Of course. Yeah. And there's probably other people that we could look if we really dive in and be like, damn, he was an all-star. He was an all-star rookie. He was an all-star rookie. But it's like now they want to hesitate so much, bro. No matter how good these motherfuckers are. It's it's kind of annoying. John Morant was a really good fucking rookie. Yeah. He could have made it. He was a really good fucking rookie. Granted, there's a lot of good fucking guards in the West, even in that time too, as well. Like, Darren Fox wasn't a rookie that year either. I don't think he should have been an all-star as a rookie, but I'm just highlighting he had a good rookie year. Very good. Uh, Cat had a good rookie year. 18 and 10. Don't think he should have been an all-star, but he had a good rookie year. He could have been. If we look at it, if we look at the roster, he could have been. That was, what, 15, 16? Yeah. I'm sure Marcus Saul made it. Let's be real. He was probably a, a... Putting up better Boogie numbers. Boogie was Mark. probably there, right? Yeah. Boogie was definitely better than him. Yeah, but yeah, Boogie was. But there. like a Mar- if you look like at a Marcus Saul or something, like I would have taken him over Mark. You feel me? Just numbers to numbers. You feel me? Of course, Marcus Saul brings the defense, but we we know Towns. We know Towns. The rookie was fucking nasty. And the year after, yeah, twenty five and twelve. Yeah, yeah, I really thought Towns was gonna be better than than. Not that he's been underwhelming his entire career or anything. Like, has he been all NBA already? Probably third team, I think. That's that's got to be the cap. But this guy has been. Um, it's probably his third All Star game, if I'm not mistaken. It might be his fourth. This is fourth, really. He made it his second yeah, year. This, is, this this year would be his fourth. Good for him. But um, damn, he got snubbed his second year. He didn't make it the second year. No, that was the only year. I was like twenty five and twenty five and twelve. He didn't make it till his third year. I had him. I had him in fantasy too. His, I drafted him mad early. His third year, he averaged twenty one and twelve. Yo, I'll never forget that in fantasy they had um they had Towns as an auto pick for top four. Well, he's actually number one. I remember that. And I, I picked him third or fourth. There was one year I had I picked him like fourth, I think. Yeah, bro. He was he was that fucking nice, bro. And I wish um I wish he had a he's had a good fucking career. But I really thought he was gonna be way better than than what he is now. Like you know those like GM surveys and shit. Obviously they do it every year and they just pick the best young player, um, but when they ask that question, like, oh, what young player would you build around? They all said Towns, bro. 
in his like his second year, they was like, y'all, quarantine towns, quarantine towns, quarantine towns. I mean, part of the reason for him like not making some All Star games was just him getting hurt, of course, and not playing enough games. But like, and being on when he's teams. actually yeah, being on losing teams. But when he's actually like healthy and playing like majority of the games, he he shows that he's gonna make the All Star team. No, he's great, and like I know people clown him. They're like, oh, what about like Dirk? Like, what about this person? Like, oh, you're soft, whatever. But when he says like he's the best big man shooter of all time. He has a fucking case. A very strong case. Yeah. Dirk has been incredible, but like as a three-point shooter, Towns has more of the volume, of course, because of how the game is played right now. Yeah. You feel me? That's nothing against Dirk. Yeah. Big men just weren't throwing up seven, eight threes a game. Dirk, the most three Dirk probably threw up in the game was probably like fucking five. And I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Towns could make five in a game right now. Fuck attempt to them. He can make five right now, tonight. That motherfucker made 10 against the That's what I'm saying. The Hornets. That's what I'm saying. He 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 has he has the fucking case, bro. Yeah. I get it. People want to make fun of his voice, adding adding bass to his voice. Um him being corny, <laughs> him being corny, him being soft, his defense whatever. But like, bro, he he's he's really fucking good, bro. He's talented. <laughs> you seen that video of him at Target with Anthony Edwards? He's like, "Stop saying I'm your son, bro." <laughs> yeah, that shit's fucking funny, bro. That shit was funny. Bro, that shit, he's like, yo, stop saying I'm your son, bro. <laughs> that one, he really did. What else? What else, what else he had? After all that. <laughs> yo. Nah, what was the nah, other one? that nigga's funny, though. What was the other one? Nah, my favorite cat moment was the, the post game. Oh, he had a deep voice? Yeah, he's like, job not finished. He's like, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> go get him. Yeah, Yo, uh, whose voice teammates. is funnier, Cats or Trey Young's? No, 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 forget that. Who got a funnier voice? You know, let's make a triple threat. We'll we'll keep Trey Young in there. Cat, Trey Young, or Eric Gordon? Eric Gordon sound like a fucking nerd, bro. I got another one to throw at you. Evan Turner? Yup. That nigga sound like Meatwad <laughs> from Aqua Team Force, <laughs> that bro. That nigga has the weirdest fucking voice. And bro, he, sound, he literally sounds like Meatball, bro. It sounds terrible. I think the worst out of all four of them, it's got to be Eric Eric Gordon, bro. He sounds like a nerd, bro. I gotta hear him talking. Because I feel like I've heard it, but I haven't really like paid attention to it like that. I don't think it helps that I watched that 2K15 voice acting video last week. That's Again. Pro- that's probably what Like the hundredth time in my life. He's like, someone called the weatherman. It was raining threes. I'm like, bro, you sound like a loser. Nah, yeah. I feel like the worst gotta be... Um, it's because of fucking Evan Turner shit is so fucking like distinctive. Like... You you hear him talk, you're like, what the fuck is that? Did you watch Aqua Team Force? Yeah, a little bit. Bro, he sounds he sounds just like me, Wad. Yeah. I didn't watch so much of it either. I've seen like two episodes probably. Sounds just like fucking. I used to just have it on in the background and shit. That shit used to just be on when um when I would stay up late when I was like twelve years old on Cartoon Network, the adult swim shit. That and Squidbillies, bro. That shit would come on like late as fuck. That shit would come on like a twelve. Cat has like the most normal voice. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, that's that's very sad. Cat don't even have like a bad voice. It's just it just he. I guess he's six eleven, and people think differently. Bro, yeah. if he was our height, like yeah, if he was our height, then we would get away care. with it. Yeah, like but right now, bro, like it's also like you could tell he's kind of like ashamed of it because he be behind the base. So I'm saying I'm your son. Oh, job's not finished, is it? Job's not finished. Like, bro, we 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 caught you. We fucking caught you, bro. Your voice be deep as fuck. I don't give a fuck. 
Moving on to the next segment, though, Justin. Um, We got Halliburton being a fucking baby about, you know, the rules of 65 games needing to be played to to be voted into all, all NBA, MVP, whatever fucking award. We see Embiid supposedly. We got fucking Philadelphia newspapers writing like, oh, uh, people should have been nicer to Embiid. Now he's played through injury because of the criticism. Now look at him. Now he's way more hurt. I think LeBron commented on it as well, kind of like, damn, like, like criticizing the reporters for making Embiid play and shit. How do you how do you feel about this this shit playing out right now? Because um, it's not just a player thing. There's a lot of people on on social media taking one side or the other, backing the players like Halliburton or saying like, yo, this is a good thing for the league. How do you feel right now? Um, I like the move. Um, it really implements that the regular season is like. And it's mostly a move for the fans. Like, you want the regular season to mean something mm. and have all your stars playing all the time. Like, prime example of it is, like, you don't want your star players sitting out on, like, big nationally televised games. Like, Imagine LeBron sat out tonight. I'll be tired. I'll be fucking mad. Look how much money. We're not going to say how much, but look how much money we spent on the tickets. Yeah. That's that's fans every night. But, yeah, like, um, and I know people say he was actually hurt, but, like, Embiid sitting out against the Nuggets in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. The most infamous one was when the one that started it all was when Pop sat out everybody against the Heat on that nationally TV game. Yeah. But um, I guess yeah they were trying to do it to like eliminate that and make sure all the stars play. Like this year, we're seeing Kawhi Leonard play the most games since like 2016. Like, yeah. So it's it does it is working. Like some players, they're taking different approaches. Like I know, the Celtics they'll have some nights they like they won't let Porzingis play back to backs or they'll have they'll like alternate between Horford and Porzingis who who sits out one night, and um, I think it's working. Like most of the coaches have like kind of have like like their lineups of like what they're gonna do. Um, in turn, the the one thing that does bug me a little bit is the it affecting these guys getting paid. That's the one thing that where I'm kind of like, damn, I wish it wasn't like that. But everything else, I, I like how you have to play a certain amount of games. Uh, you have to hit a requirement to get these awards and be like named for All-Star, All-NBA, all that. Um, I guess, yeah, it ties into contracts like and incentives like hitting this. And it's unfortunate, yeah, like there's sometimes where like guys are legit hurt and that's where it really hurts. Like, cause I I feel like this move was was made to stop the load managing. Like the you're healthy, but you're sitting out to prevent an injury. Correct. I think it sucks for the guys that actually like do get hurt. Cause like Halliburton shit, like we all saw that. Like he's a guy that for the most part he plays. Like yeah. he do, he doesn't sit out. And that injury he had was just like a freak shit that happened. The injuries happens in the games, and now cause of that he missed. Off of that injury, he missed how many games? If you remember, a, a couple. Man. He's missed a couple of weeks. Yeah, he missed like a good chunk. So he doesn't really have like wiggle room to miss games like that now. No more. Yeah. So that's really the unfortunate part. But I do think it was a good idea to eliminate the load management. But um, that I feel like there has to be like a balance between like, all right, like this guy got injured, so it kind of like. Some people say drop the requirement. 65 is like, it's good. It's like, damn, you can only really miss 17 games. I 
bro, here, here's my here's my thing about it. And I'll start off with this. Like you said, you're going to be shocked. But I'm very, 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 very proud that Paul George and Kawhi are playing every fucking game, basically. Yeah. Because of this rule. If this rule wasn't around, bro, they're not playing this many games. They don't give a fuck about the regular season. Yeah. But now look what it means, bro. You're you're nearly a top three seed. You're going to keep climbing. And that's because you guys play every fucking game. Instead of just being like, all right, let's just grab whatever seed and then in the playoffs we'll play these fucking games. Yeah. Ty Lusa, we got to take the regular season serious. They should. Yeah. And I'm I'm tired of people saying the regular season don't matter. Regular season don't matter. That should do matter. Do matter. Bro, home court advantage matters, bro. Seeding, it fucking matters, bro. That that determines whether you see the Nuggets in the first or second round or if you see them in the conference finals. You feel me? And to me, that's still the team to fear in the West. So seeding matters. You don't want to play those motherfuckers too early. You want to knock them out. Obviously, you, you one way or another, you got to knock them out to go to the fucking finals. But you'd rather do that shit in the, in, the, in the conference finals in the first or second round. So that shit matters, bro. So like I said, I'm, I'm proud of those guys, right? But here, here's what somebody pointed out that, that made me feel like, yeah. Bro, the NBA is your fucking job, bro. Your job is to play fucking basketball. To miss 17 games, Justin, that's almost 25% of the fucking season. Legitimately. Yeah. Legitimately, bro. To, to, to miss 17 games, bro, that's a big fucking percentage. Could you imagine your job or my job? We take 20% of the year off and we still guaranteed money? Yeah, that's crazy. Regular money, so I'm not even talking about like, yo, give me the fucking Halliburton money, the money Halliburton's making, the money I'm making now. Imagine I took off for what? What's twenty five percent of the year? Imagine I took off for three months, bro. Just imagine that shit. I took off for three or four months, bro. Just don't work at all. I'm not gonna get paid for that shit. So why are these guys being baby bag bitches about it? Like seriously, this is your fucking job. Play when you can play. If you can't play, sit down. If you legitimately cannot play, sit the fuck down, obviously. And you got to play 20 minutes. Yeah. But if you got like a nagging type of injury that you could play through, fucking play through it if you really want to win games. That That's my opinion. I know some people be like, yo, if you got like a little injury, like sit out, that's fine. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. But in my opinion, if you got something that you could fucking play through, you're a competitor, my nigga. You're a competitor. That's why you got this far. That's why this is your fucking job instead of a hobby that you do every fucking couple of weekends, bro. This is your fucking job. Play through that shit. There's no excuse. I, I don't feel sympathy, bro. I'm going to tell you right now, I really don't feel sympathy. And, and when people say, like, oh, but he's going to fuck up Embiid's uh, MVP case um, because um, he's throwing up these good numbers, having 36, whatever, whatever. He's only going to play 60 games. At the end of the day, bro... Justin, can you really name me an MVP that played less than 65 games to begin with? Probably not. MVPs traditionally have played 70 plus games. So well, for, you said less than how much? Less, less, less than like 65. The rule that they got right now. How much did Embiid play last year? Couldn't tell you. I think it was less than 60. Less than, no, he didn't win MVP with less than 60? Well, I might be guessing that. He didn't play no less than 60, bro. There's no way they would give him that shit. Let me see. But like... Historically, though. Oh, he played 66. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, so he just... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, historically, bro... Yo, he just made it. MVPs play 70-plus games because yeah. that's the value. That one makes, that's what makes you most valuable, that you're fucking there. I could care less that you're the best player on the fucking court for 40 games. Yeah. 
You feel me? 15, 16 steps, that was unanimous MVP. He's not a unanimous MVP if he plays 41 games. Yeah. You're gone for half the fucking season. Why yeah. are you so valuable? And it's more impressive when you do it for... Exactly. For yeah, 80 tight. games, 70 games, 75 games. So I got no problem with the rule. And I know, I know you're talking about the money. I don't give a fuck about the money shit either. You want to earn that money to a value? Play the fucking games. Wait, I have a question. How do you feel if like... um, Well, not like, but... How, how would you feel about certain players missing it due to not hitting the requirement and now guys that aren't really deserving making the All-NBA teams? How do you feel about that? I don't feel too bad. You know why? Yeah. Because a Halliburton, for example, let's say he misses it, right? Yeah. There's guys, there's so much talent in the league that there's guys who do, do deserve to make it that they just probably would have been like the 16th or 17th best player because now it's positionless. It's just the top 15 guys. So... Guy number 16, 17, 18 making is not going to bother me. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Since it's a positionless, I guess you could, it's better to do that. Because yeah. I, I was about to say, if you were to go with the old rules yeah. and have this rule, that that's that's like when you would see a fucking like a certain somebody make all NBA 13. Yeah, it's not like 2013 where like, let's say Dwight didn't play enough games and Boogie didn't play enough games and now you got Marcus All. Al Jefferson, Al Horford making the fucking all NBA teams as the yeah. centers because you need a fucking center. You feel me? Yeah. It's not like it's like that anymore. Now it's positionless and shit. It's literally just legitimately the 15 best players. If Halliburton misses out, bro, for example, I'm just gonna use Halliburton. That, that I I still got no problem because like the gap between him and number 16 or 17 is not that big. No, yeah, I, that's yeah, that's my bad. I forgot who was positionless this year. Because I would so that's I would I would have put better. Halliburton first team or second yeah, team. That's a lot better. Because <clears throat> if it was by the old rules, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Bad, I'm, like, I'm not trying to see Ben Simmons make all the nah. <laughs> team. Like, no, no. Has he been on NBA by the way? Yeah, I think I'm pretty undeserved. Sure, I'm pretty sure he was all like the his three good years in Philly. I'm pretty sure he was all NBA every single year. Undeserved. Which is we we gotta have a deep dive on like what the fuck happened like. Oh my god, we know what happened. He's a fucking pussy. Yeah. That's that's a 30 That's, <laughs> that's a, the video over. That's a 10 second video. Why Ben Simmons fell off full breakdown. And I'll just sit here and be like, yeah, he was a fucking pussy. And he didn't want to work on his game. Somebody yesterday was like we were, he came up in the conversation like, yo, his first game back played good. I'm like, no, bro. No. Since when is 10, 8, and 8 like for like yeah, for me that'd be good if I jumped in the league now. But like mm -hmm. for, for him, it's just like whatever. I, I mean, even coming out the fucking draft, I was not a Ben Simmons fan. I've been on, I've been on. This I, I was a Ben Simmons fan. Oh like, my god, just I'll never forget when that nigga dropped one point, bro. I was on your ass, bro. I was on your fucking ass. I was on any Ben Simmons fans' ass. I was like, this motherfucker just I dropped one I, point. I didn't think he was better than Luca though. Oh God, that was a terrible discussion, bro. Yo, that, that even looking back, and hindsight looks even worse. But even in the moment, I don't know how people could tell me with a straight face Ben Simmons is better than Luca. Luca came into the fucking league automatically off rip. I think I was trying to. I think I was trying players. to duck. I think all I said was it's too early, but Luca will be better next year. Yeah, <laughs> he was better that year too. Mercier <laughs> Luca was better yeah. than second year Ben Simmons. Cause, yeah, bro. I I remember I did not like definitively say oh Ben Simmons is better than Luca. Scared of the fucking grind, bro. Scared <laughs> of the grind, bro. Ben Simmons was not no fucking. He was not no fucking all star. He was not no fucking better than Luka Doncic, even rookie Luca. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> he wasn't even better. Than, he stole the rookie year from Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, 
In my opinion. I think my favorite Ben Simmons year was uh, the year with uh, Jimmy Butler and them. I don't got one. I know you don't. I don't got a single Ben Simmons year that I was like, oh my God, I'm a, I'm a fucking fan now. This year this year and last year are my favorite Ben Simmons years. Praying for his downfall. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Bro, when I... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Ben Simmons, like... I know I joke around about Paul George and Klay Thompson and shit. I don't say it too much on the show because he doesn't fucking play, obviously. But Ben Simmons is the one motherfucker that I'm like, yo. Like, I'm straight up, like, laughing when this motherfucker's playing bad. Like, straight up. That's why I wish he did play more. Same thing with, like, Clay. In order, probably, like, him, Clay, and then Paul George. Power gap, and then Paul George. Because motherfuckers think I, like, hate Paul George. I've just been, um... Damn, we're getting really off topic now. I'm just, um... He, he he did not hit the expectations. Because I was a big Paul George fan, especially in Indiana. He did not hit the expectations I thought he was capable of. Paul George should have been the best player in the NBA. Even post-injury. At least for one year. He should have been the best player in the NBA. Should have been a top 10 player his whole fucking career. Wasn't really that. He wasn't. He, he's disappointed me. The playoff shit has disappointed me. You got outplayed by Joe Ingles. He was really that for like two years. He was a top 10 player for two years, probably, yeah. And it was probably both the Thunder years. I remember 16, 17, bro. Before that season started, where Westbrook averaged a triple-double, before that season started, I said in the group chat, I was like, yo, Paul George is going to win MVP at the start of the season. I said he was going to win MVP, bro. You don't think he was a top 10 guy in 13, 14? No. No? No. Sorry. Too much talent. No. But um, if I look back, I, I could definitely name 10 players. 10, nah, name yeah. 10 I, players I was just Paul asking. Um... He's missing. He's probably like top 15 that year, but... He was on the top 10. I'll just give him the two Thunder years, and that's it. Maybe 16, 17. Uh, maybe 16, 17. Indiana. Oh, his last year yeah. in Indiana? He was really fucking good. Yeah, he was. I picked him to win MVP before the, before the season started. That's why people call me a PG hater. Like, to an extent, it's true. But my criticism comes from the fact that I expected so much more, more from him. And maybe that's on me. You could say it's on me that um, I had higher expectations. It's not his fault for not hitting my personal expectations. But my opinion, he should have been way fucking better than what he is now. Way fucking better. That's a fair assessment. He he should have, to me, in my opinion, he should have been a top 10 player every fucking year for his whole career. Since since um his second year in Indy. I gave him, uh, not second, Third sorry, year. sorry, sorry, sorry. His second, like, all-star year in Indy, 13-14. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Since 13-14, bro, he should have been, like, the top 10 player in the NBA every fucking year. He should have been. He should have had an MVP by now. He should have had a finals appearance. Not not a ring. Should have had a finals appearance as the main fucking guy. But with all due respect, my respect for him left when he got bitched by Joe Ingles and a rookie Donovan Mitchell. These are on back-to-back years. He got bitched by Damian Lillard and bitched about him and posing like, oh, it's a bad shot, it's a bad shot, blah, blah, blah. Then, run away from OKC after signing an extension, go to, go to L.A., and then you get outscored by Patrick Beverly in the fourth quarter in a game seven after you blow a three on lead. That was like the worst stretch if you about George. <laughs> yeah. I was eating. Yeah, that was the worst oh, stretch. Bro, as a Paul George critique, I was eating, bro. And that was the same game he hit the side of the backboard. Yeah. That was oh my God. That shit was fucking funny, bro. That and then you got Lou Will coming out now, like, oh, um, we heard people wasn't respecting the bubble ring, so we stopped. We stopped trying. All right, bro. Y'all got cooked by Jamal Murray. Nah, that's a bitch ass shit. Yeah. yeah, bro. You got cooked by Jamal Murray, my nigga. Stop it. Just stop it. 
that Paul George legitim- legitimately wasn't even a top three player in that series. Maybe not even top four. They was getting fucking cooked by Luka, too. Yeah. Both times, Luka should have won those series. Both times, he was cooking the two best perimeter defenders in the fucking league. Both of them. <laughs> I'm thinking about when Mantra's hair was like, bitch ass white boy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and then and Ernie Johnson is like, how do you guys feel when uh, he says, oh, bitch ass white boy? Yo, that shit had me crying, blood. I ain't gonna lie. That shit had me crying. I I I I fuck I fuck Yo, with the trash talk though. That shit was so. I remember everybody was like, "Oh, but if if you said bitch ass, <laughs> y'all yeah. would have a problem." But my thing is, um, it's trash talk, bro. But my 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 only, my only criticism was kind of um, it was a it was bad timing, bro. Everyone had, yeah, like, it was ever, bad timing. Everyone had BLM <laughs> on the back of their jerseys, bro. And you saying this shit like, come on. like any other year, you would have been fine, bro. Nah, they hugged it out the game, but it oh, was yeah. funny because Kevin Love was like, "You know how many times I've been called white boy, bitch ass, like all this." <laughs> he's like, "Bro, it's a part of the game. Like, <laughs> it's a part of the game." <laughs> Imagine Kevin Love turned around, he's like, "Yeah, nah, you know how many times I said bitch ass, yo, bro, yo, that would have been bitch great. ass naysayer. He wouldn't be in the league. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look at Myers Leonard. Yeah, Myers Leonard." <laughs> Yo, since we go into the game tonight, can we just talk about how good the fucking Knicks have been, bro? Yeah. And how Jalen Brunson made his case that he's a better fucking player than Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Tyrese, you've been cooling off, bro. You was all the talk. I'm telling you, was all, I'm not a Halliburton hater now. I know, um, was it you or Dave? I was like, oh, I'm tired of Tyrese Halliburton, this cocky motherfucker. Because he flexed on Tino Chenzo. Dave. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Because I, I, I love definitely. I like I, I love Halliburton. I love Halliburton too. I mean, um, I'm I'm, I'm never gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I did feel some t- type of way when uh when he flexed on D. It's competition. When though. Divincenzo pushed him, I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's competition though. But like, I love Halliburton. With Jimmy, one of my favorite players. Another guy is going to draft one of my favorite players. Um, I, I'm never gonna let that story down, bro. When we was going to the beach. I was like, y'all, y'all need to watch this nigga's highlights. He's he's gonna go to the Knicks. Dropped a fucking OB over him for whatever reason. It all worked out because now we got Brunson. But those first couple of years, even when we were making it to the playoffs, I'm like, damn, yo. Imagine Randall and Halliburton. Randall, Arjun, Halliburton. Fuck it. That would be a fire core. But um, yeah, going back to the main point, Brunson has solidified himself as the best guard, not named. Yeah, uh, I forgot who it was that said it. Someone said it though on their podcast or or TV show. Brunson's the best guard not named uh, Luca or Shea Gilgis Alexander. And I agree with that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I saw a list where Brunson was third. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And to some people, Luca's a fucking forward. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, he's we both guard. consider him a guard. He's the point guard. Yeah, he's a point he's the point guard. Kyrie's the shooting guard. Kyrie's a combo. You feel me? Yeah. Size pause is, is it has been gone, bro, for years now. At this point, size don't define positions, but um. Honestly, though, Jalen Brunson, though, has been phenomenal. Motherfucker got poked in the eye, went right back. That was such a New York-ass play. And he was like, I'm good, I'm good. And goes in, drives in, finishes. He says, fuck out of here. I love that, man. No, 100%. I love that. The DiVincenzo push, I love that shit. I love that. Bro, and I wish, I'm not going to lie, I wish they would talk shit to Halliburton while he was on the sideline. Of course, he's on minutes restriction. But I wish they would just they would have talked shit to him, bro. 
I know DiVincenzo hit the three. He was like, he pointed. Yeah, he said, yeah. he went like that too. Yeah, yeah. That shit was funny as fuck. That shit was. Man, you know, since you say DiVincenzo, bro, he's been fucking, fucking cooking. Hooping. Oh my god, bro! I, I, I saw it. I saw it somewhere on Twitter. It was like, bro, we are paying Brunson and DiVincenzo combined. Less annually than than the Celtics are playing Jalen Brown. Damn. And I like Jalen Brown. Come on, I'm a Jalen Brown fan. Chill with the Jalen Brown slander, but that's good fucking value. That was two deals that were criticized. They were. Yeah. They were criticized very badly. And the thing is, even even looking back at it, that Brunson deal, even if he wasn't an All Star, even if he was just like an 18 point per game guy, that's a fucking steal, bro. Considering you see all these guys that are making 30 mil a year. Look at look at Jordan Poole, my nigga. Look yeah. at Wiggins. Look at anybody. Yeah. Look at anybody in the fucking league, bro. Not yeah. Yeah, at the time I thought it was a good deal. Bro, we didn't think he was gonna be an all-star. Let's be real. Well, maybe I, you did. Nah. I didn't think so. I my, thought I thought he would average like 19. That's what I'm saying. I thought he was gonna be an like 18, 9, 18, 19 point per game yeah. guy. He's gonna support Julius Randle. He's gonna support RJ, you feel me? Cause the shit he was doing in the playoffs with with Dallas, I was hyped. Yeah, me too. I'm like because I remember like watching him play like even before that year in Dallas, like the years prior, I'm like, bro, he's actually nice, but like he's not getting minutes. I'm like, I feel like once he starts getting minutes, he's actually like he's going to be nice. And then that last year in Dallas was the year where they finally started giving him minutes and people got to see that. And then that, that playoff run really solidified it, too. Yeah, I can't say like I was like this big Brunson guy or anything, bro, like. I'm not going to sit here and lie, but, oh, I was watching so much Brunson. I was watching Villanova Brunson. I was watching Miles Brunson. I wasn't. But to see where he's come from, um, from what I was really paying attention to him, to see where he's come, like you said, that last Mavs year to now, he's been phenomenal. It's It's been a hell of a fucking ride so far. And I'm so excited for the future, bro. <sighs> this shit that, that now people are outraged that Damian Lillard, an all-time great point guard, is making it to also game as a start over him. And people say, nah, it should have been Brunson, Brunson. I'm proud. I feel a lot of fucking pride in that shit. To see him go out there and punk Halliburton and be like, yo, like, basically show that he's the one of the best fucking guards in the NBA and Brandon Halliburton gave me some fucking pride, bro. And yeah. to see him do it without OG. Without to see Randall. Him do it without Randall. He's the fucking guy. He's got a he's got DiVincenzo as support, bro. He's got Josh Hart as support. Precious Achua, who Precious cooked. been fucking hooping. He fucking cooked, man. He cooked. Yeah. I heart, bro. And to win this game, bro, against a, a potential playoff first-round matchup, man, it, it felt good. You know what felt even better than fuck all the Brunson shit real quick. You know what felt even better? The fact that we held the best offensive team in the NBA to under, under 110 points, bro. Could have been close to under 100. Yo, somebody Without at... OG. Somebody at work was like... Yo, the team I'm scared of the because he's a Knicks fan too. So he's like, the team I'm scared of the most in the playoffs is the Pacers. I'm like, bro, why? Is this um? Is this um? Fuck, what's his name? Is this Marvin? Nah. Uh -huh. Nah, but he was like, I'm scared of the Pacers. I'm like, bro, I'm not scared of the Pacers at all. Cause this fast paced shit, this shit is not happening in the playoffs. I'm telling you right no, we now. Just, we just gave him playoff ball now. Yeah, and the biggest solution to that, you want to hear how we would beat them? Just throw OG on Tyrese oh and let God. the rest of those motherfuckers beat us. That was the reason why they traded for Siakam for the half court. But the matter. way Precious was playing on this motherfucker, I'm like, shit. It don't matter. I would yeah. love I would love to see him in the first round. Yeah. Yo, we would we would 
bitch them straight up. We would bitch the Pacers. And I right remember now. when that Siaka move went down, people were like, "Oh, they're better than the Knicks." Bugging. I'm like, "Yeah, bugging. fuck out of here." What a brother bugging, bro. They're they're yeah. seven seed. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't talk to me until you until you're in the fucking five seed range. Yeah. You are a seven or eight seed right now, bro. Stop stop talking and shit. Don't. Cause don't look at advanced stats. Cause they'll be like, oh, their half court offense is fast, but that's because they get into their pick and rolls quick. That don't really mean too much. I see you get into a pick and roll when you got OG on you. You try to get a switch. And it's pressure. Now you see what? And then it's like fucking Josh Harder pressure is coming. Or Divincenzo. That's what I was gonna say first. Divincenzo's coming at you. Yeah. Q Grimes is coming at you, giving you problems. You're gonna keep fighting for that one Brunson switch. That's gonna be the goal. Yeah. We're not gonna let you get to that shit. Honestly, Buddy Heald was playing like shit. Oh man, Miles Turner was playing like shit, giving them fits without Mitchell Robinson. That's another thing, bro. Pacers fans talking like, "Oh, Knicks fans are celebrating OD." Halliburton barely played. No Randall, no Mitch, no fucking OG. I don't want to hear it. And no Q Grimes that game. We and missing, no Q Grimes. We're missing Grimes four fucking rotational players. Four rotational players. Three starters. One's a damn near DPOI candidate. At least, at least defensive team. I, I, won't, I won't push it too hard and say DPOY can't. It's fine. Defensive team fucking caliber center. All-star and all-NBA guy. And another DPOY candidate. A real DPOY candidate in OG. We missed all three of them. At least Halliburton played 20-something minutes. And we cooked y'all. We put you on the fucking ground. Cooked you guys. And I want to give him a shout-out because I don't know if we mentioned them through this whole monologue. But um, shout-out Isaiah Hartenstein. Because mm-hmm. um he fucking, he's been hooping his ass off. 100%. He's been hooping his ass off in this stretch with Mitch being out. He's been a fucking pivotal piece. 100%. And in that, that Pacers game, he was big time. Shout out my nigga Chris Jericho Sims, too. Yeah. I just like him. Yeah, somebody in the comments cooked us. They're like, Bro, you brought up Nick's rotational players. And you brought up uh, Chris Jericho Sims. <laughs> Jericho Sims. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got you. I got you saying Chris Jericho. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I, I like him. I like him. Is he going to do anything crazy in the league or for the Knicks? No, he's probably going to bounce around the league for his whole career. Fine. But I, he should I like change him. his name to Chris Jericho. If I'm not going to lie. I would even... If his name was like fucking Richard Sims or some shit, I wouldn't give a fuck. Oh, it's the fact that it's Jericho. This is I remember Chris when we Jericho. drafted him too. I was like, yo, we just drafted Chris Jericho. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's fucking hype. Bro, I'm telling you. Please, yo, oh shit! <laughs> I don't know if he's ever gonna see this, but please, Jericho Sims. If for whatever reason, like God forbid, I Heart is out, and let's say Pressure's out too, bro. Please, when they announce your name, bro, just tell the PA guys, but yo, put the fucking Chris Jericho theme song. You don't gotta wear the jacket or nothing, and just stand there in the dark like that, and <laughs> turn around and be like that. But that nigga be showing no emotions. Yeah, he That's shows no thing. emotion. He's just there, bro. He just be chill. But if he just goes like that. And he's here, and it's like, oh, starting point guard, Brunson, starting shooting guard, Devin Chandler, whatever. And I'm like, and starting that center, and you're like, do, 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 do. Jericho theme song, he's just like that. I'll be so fucking hype. And like, Chris, Jericho Sims. That'll be fucking fire, bro. Oh, we didn't even shout out Deuce. Yeah, Deuce. Shout out Deuce McBride. Third bro. quarter hooping that game. Oh, psh, hooping every game at this yeah. point. That's what I'm saying, bro. Oh my God, bro. I would just love to see a playoff series. Throw all these guys at Halliburton. Yeah, he'll probably still average like 20 and 10 in the playoff series. He's going to average four turnovers. And he's going to be shooting 42%. Legitimately. Just straight shut down. Straight shut. Look look what we did to Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland last year. Yeah. 
And that's without all these extra. This is without Yo, Divincenzo. Yo, that was OG Divincenzo. No OG, no Divincenzo. No precious. We had fucking RG out there doing that shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear shit, bro. We had RG out there cooking these niggas on defense. Yeah, scary sight. How do you feel about... Uh, I saw it last night. How do you feel about Rich Paul um, ha- hashing things out with the Knicks? It's whatever. Hopefully it leads to that LeBron I didn't trade. even know there was fucking beef. Like, Hope, Hopefully it leads to that LeBron trade that's lingering around. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. LeBron for Evan Fournier. And then you saw he tweeted the, the, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I didn't see that. They're talking he, about the... um. Oh, fuck, what's it called? The show with the sand. The, time the hourglass? Thing. Hourglass, yeah. Nah, um, I think it was last night. He LeBron tweeted the... The crown and the Statue of Liberty. And everybody's like, oh, he's going to the Knicks. But everybody's like, nigga, they're playing, playing the Knicks yeah, tonight. Come like, on, bro. They're playing us. Yeah. If he wasn't playing us tonight, I'll be hyped, bro. Yeah, that would have been crazy. <laughs> Could you imagine? Obviously, they would command way more. But, like, imagine Evan Fournier, a pick. We would have to give up Randall. There's no fucking way. Yeah. This thing is 39, bro. We'd have to give up Randall, Evan Fournier, and I think Grimes and, like, some picks. Like, we're giving up Randall because of salary or because he's a good-ass player? And that's what they want. I think because of salary. But I don't think the Lakers would keep him. I think they would just... They'll probably It would probably be a three-team thing. But I'm not entertaining that shit. I'm like, bro, we're going to trade for the fucking one year. Not even. Maybe a few months. Imagine we, <laughs> imagine we still had RJ, bro. And just because of his contract, we trade... Imagine a... Oh, breaking news! LeBron traded for RJ Barrett. That shit would have sounded crazy, bro. Shit would have sounded insane, bro. <laughs> But nah, man, he's not going nowhere. Let's entertain it for like two minutes real quick. What does a LeBron package even look like for any team? Like the best LeBron package, but like you said, it's only for a couple of months. For any team? Mm-hmm. I remember there were rumors with the Heat, but I'm like, what the fuck would they give up? Mm. Tyler Hero. Oh, yeah. But then you need shooters. And Duncan Robinson. <laughs> You're oh, giving shit. up your shooters. So I was going to say, damn, you just you said and you need your shooters. I'm like, damn, and Duncan Robinson too. Yeah. What about the Warriors? CP3. Picks. Do they even have picks to trade? Well, CP3 and picks works. CP3, picks, and Kaminga. Yeah. It's not a crazy package. I mean, we're not talking about like 2015 LeBron or anything. Yeah. Man, it's 39 years old. You feel me? The, the package that you're getting for, like you said, it's not even like a year rental or whatever. It's you're gonna have it for like two months and he's just gonna go wherever Bronny goes, you feel me? Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't know. Like imagine the Hornets just pull the trigger and they get LeBron. Imagine just a random ass team. The Hawks get LeBron. The Spurs get LeBron. Like that's what I would rather see. Instead of just like, like oh Knicks, Heat or Warriors or Sixers are gonna get LeBron, like bro. Send, send this motherfucker to... Um, what if Atlanta's like, fuck it, we'll do it. Oh, that would actually be cool. <laughs> Trade DeJounte and like picks, I guess. Or whatever the package is, bro. That would be fire. You got Trey Young, Braun. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, Onyeka. That would be fire. That's a decent team. They probably would live on I'm like, damn, imagine 2016 LeBron on that team. And 2016 LeBron on any team. Yeah. Yo, imagine him on the net. Oh. And I don't even want to talk about it. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We, we're gonna go. We're gonna go into MVP of the week yeah. before I cream my pants. <laughs> Just thinking about a prime LeBron on this team. You had your chance, but you had your chance fourteen years ago. You didn't want to come. It's too late now. Oh, but um, 2010, right? yeah, twenty ten free agency. But the MVPs of the week, Justin. Yeah. 
We got two Sydney Sweeney's here. You know what time it is. So the MVP of the week, we got four guys. I not 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 a crazy week, but um, one guy we already talked about, Jalen Brunson, thirty-two and eight, thirty-two and seven, twenty-nine and nine, and a forty ball. Forty ball. Four and zero, oh, obviously. <clears throat> They're on a nine-game winning streak. Yeah. Curry, forty-six and seven. That was that big ass Lakers game. Yeah, last Saturday. Yeah. Thirty-seven, eight and seven, and twenty-six and six. The man's tw- uh, two and one. I would say he's twenty-one. Donovan Mitchell, 28 and 12, 45, 6 and 8, 25 and 7, they 3 and 0. Kaz is hooping, bro. They, yeah. They're going to need, if they, if they play this good this next upcoming week as well, they're going to need a segment next week, bro, because they're nah, cooking. Yeah, Kaz have been hooping. They got, they got all the guys back too now. Um, And then Cam Thomas, 37 ball, 25 and 7, 25 points, 2 and 1. Um, Need I say more? Give me Jalen Brunson. Cam Thomas. Oh, shit. Jalen Brunson? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you, oh, I just peeped you finally put Cam Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why he was getting ahead of me. Yeah, I finally put Cam Thomas. Come on, bro. We, right. we didn't got Jalen Brunson. Oh, yeah. When you said Cam, quick shout out. Shout out Cam Whitmore. Shout out Cam Whitmore. He's been yeah, hooping. Yeah. And I posted on the account. I was like, yo, me and Jordan been high on this dude. That motherfucker is a problem. You post on the TikTok? Same nah, way? nah. The, the IG? IG. That motherfucker... So been a top five. He could fuck around, be the second, third best guy on that team. Not this year, but Shangoon, him, oh man. Because the shit I've been seeing from Cam Whitmore when he plays. Psh. But yeah, Jalen Brunson is my MVP of the week. See, how I'm holding these. This is the proper way to hold the Sydney Sweeney's MVP of the weeks. Jalen Brunson. I think it's like his second one of the season already. Congratulations, Probably. bro. Put this shit next to your Finals MVP trophy. That's gonna come in soon. Give it a couple months. In four months, finals MVP, ring. He's going to have his finals MVP, his ring. And he's going to have his Sydney Sweeney's. Two Sydney Sweeney's so far. We'll send him a, a pair of gold maracas. That's what we're going to start doing. Any Anyone that really wants the MVP of the week trophy mailed to them, we'll get you a gold set of maracas, bro. Justin, real quick, though, before we even leave. Ah, oh, man. Disappointed, but... It's time for the Super Bowl. Lions ain't make it. Oh, yeah. But uh, who are you picking, bro? I got to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Motherfucker <laughs> Brock Purdy. Yo, you ever seen uh, Angels in the Outfield? Angels in the Outfield? No. It's like a baseball movie. Bro, like, it's about the Angels. And, like, they literally have, like, angels helping them. Like, it'll be, like, someone's, like, 20 feet away from a uh, catching the, a ball in the outfield. The angels, you see him on screen, literally carry him to the fucking ball. That's literally what Brock Purdy was playing with. Bro, that shit right off the fucking face mask of the Lions player and then being caught, bro. That sounds like, yeah, bro. This nigga has God on his side. We can't beat him. He literally has God on his side. There's no way that that, that he loses to the Chiefs. Not yet. Um, I just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, man. That's fine. Can't, I'm can't. voting for him. Can't bet against Brock Purdy at this rate. And I want to appreciate greatness. Um, I know I sound like a glazer, but any chance you got to witness one of the goats, I'd like to see him do his thing and take care of business. Yeah, I was I was very upset. Um, Jared Goff, as you guys have heard me talk since this show started, hell of a fucking QB. Hey, that wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. Uh, you know, there, there's some... 
there's some frauds and casuals that are going to look at the box score and say he only threw for like 260 yards or whatever. There was Josh Reynolds was dropping fucking, he was dropping dimes, bro. Dan Campbell might have to lay off the coffee. Yeah, I love Laporta too, but dropped an absolute dime to to get first down. <laughs> like, bro, that fumble. Oh, man. Once the fumble happened, I was like, damn, yo. And we were still up. We were still up like 21 sounds. I was like, bro, it's over. I know you were saying, like, I got to get uh, a Campbell jersey. I know Mikey Locks was saying, like, yo, Jordan, now nah, you got to come to the Super Bowl party. Lions is going to the Super Bowl. I was the one who was like, yeah, I hope so. I'll get a, I'll get a jersey, but let's finish this game for it. It's not over yet. Shit just flipped on a dime, bro. Brock Purdy had God on his side. Jared Goff, his receivers, his playmakers are just dropping absolute dime. He really should have gotten 300 plus yards. Legitimately, with a dime he was throwing that was just getting dropped. Like at that point, I could have caught them shits. You feel me? Like it look, I, you would have thought that Kenny Galladay and fucking fucking Tony was on our team, dropping them them dimes, bro. Like what the fuck happened to our receivers after after the after halftime? Our rushing game was ass afterwards. They completely shut it down. I was just disappointed, bro. But. Like I said, you can't play that shit in Jared Goff, bro. He nah. played phenomenal. He played out of his mind, bro. He played out of his fucking mind, bro. He outplayed Brock Purdy. He legitimately out... And I like Brock Purdy. I feel like too many people be hating on him for whatever reason. He played a legitimate, good-ass fucking game, and Jared Goff still outplayed him. Jared Goff, in my opinion, was the best fucking QB in, in both conference championships. I think he played better than Mahomes. I think he played way better than Lamar, obviously. Lamar Lamar ain't played too good. Jared Goff, though, man, I hope... I, I don't want to say maybe we could run it back next year. I'm going to be honest, bro. This is our best chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Man, Dan Campbell. You know what they were saying about him? They was like, he's like the guy at the blackjack table that keeps losing, and he's like, hit me. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> he got 20. He got 20. He's like, hit me. It's crazy because they lost because of him. Yeah. And then after the game, he's like... <sighs> This might have been our best shot because <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, damn. I mean, as a coach, I, I understand you got to be honest. You got to hype your guys up, bro. It's possible. But it's like, like you said, bro. Nah, we if, if the loss was on me, I would have been like, that's my bad, guys. We'll be back. Damn, bro. Take the fucking field goal. Yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> I'm like, yo, oh you can get God. the points. We literally lost by three, man. I understand we were the best team to convert fourth downs and shit, bro. But just, just swallow your pride and take the fucking field goal. Yeah. There's a playoffs, not the regular season, my nigga. Yeah. Let's get the points. But like, like, but he's just being real, bro. I mean, bro, the playoffs next year is like, we ain't even see the Eagles. Eagles are going to come back next year. Should be better. They got new hires. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not scared of the Cowboys. Like, the Eagles are going to be back. Causing I mean, fucking trouble. for the most part, the NFC isn't like crazy. So you guys should be in the mix. Like, NFC is really just Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, you guys. But what I'm saying is we avoid the Eagles this year. Oh, yeah. Cowboys, I'm not even scared of them, to be honest. Green Bay's on the rise. I ain't fucking worried about no Green Bay. I'm not worried about no Green Bay, respectfully. They're on the rise. I don't give a fuck. And, yeah. I don't give a fuck about no Green Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with them, but. We'll see. Baker Baker played a hell of a game. Another guy who played a hell of a game. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Baker. Yeah, he was he was cooking. He was cooking. He was cooking. Jerk off is just a little bit better, you feel me? But he, he was doing his thing. But yeah, man. I mean, like you said, it's not like we gotta worry about going through the fucking Bengals, 
and the Bills and the Chiefs and I guess the Ravens. Yeah, the AFC is a fucking gauntlet. But it's like we got we're gonna have to beat the Eagles and the Niners on the way to the Super Bowl. Can we do that? Maybe. I hope so. Unless you pray somebody knocks out the Niners. I don't. I don't see. And we gotta happening. wait and see how the Eagles look next year because. We, Just based on this year's Eagles, y'all could have beat them. We need them. Obviously, I'm not talking about this year, but like next year full strength. But we need the Eagles and the Niners to cannibalize each other um, in the playoffs next year for a seven. You chance. need them to play in the divisional round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They need to play in the divisional round, bro. Yeah. Just play against each other, bro. That gives us a path. Yeah. Anything else, though? If we got to beat both of them, it's over. We're not doing it. I'm just being realistic. We're not gonna do it. Yeah. But we we definitely beat fucking expectations. Whether it was from, you know, uh gambling odds at the start of the season, or even you guys wanting to doubt me and shit. I don't know. I sometimes I feel like y'all don't watch ball. I feel like y'all don't be watching football sometimes the way y'all talk about Jared Goff and the Lions, but he solidified himself as top five. Legitimate just Mahomes, Josh Allen, healthy Joe Brr. And that's it. Give me Jerry Goff. Jerry Goff's number four. Give it to me, bro. We'll let the fans decide, but I disagree. He better than Jalen Hurts. This year. This year, you better than Herbert. Say that. He better than Brock Purdy. He better than fucking Lamar, who shit his pants. At home, by the way, at home, shit his pants. Come on. I'll still take action, Jackson. Stop it. Stop it, bro. Just, just stop, bro. He shit his pants. At the end of the day, he shit his pants. At least Jared Goff played out of his fucking mind and lost. He legitimately shit his pants. Now, who, who else? Who else is a top QB? Like, come on, bro. He's better. Jared Goff is legitimately a top five QB. You got to stop fighting. He's better than Jordan Love. We don't even got to entertain that shit. He's better than Justin Fields. Not better than CJ. He is better than, he's better than CJ Stroud. Let's not do that. He, he's legitimately better than CJ Stroud. He is, Justin. Don't, don't do it. He's better than Dak. He's better than your fucking QB, obviously. Yeah, we had like three <laughs> QBs this year. He's better. He'll be better yeah. than a healthy A-Rod next year. Come on, nigga. Yeah, I guess. Say it to the camera he's top five. He's not top five. Say it, say it to the camera. He's not top five. You know it's true, though. Nah. I've, I've been right this whole time. Say it to the camera like he's I, top five. What I did say before Prove was, it. Um, I said you said he was mid. You, yeah. have, you have to stand on that. You said he was mid. I did say he was mid. He's not mid. So what is so he's what above average? No, he's great. He's great. Before the season started, you said I know we're going way deep into this now. Yeah. Before the season started, <laughs> you said he was mid and and he's not even top ten. He's barely outside the top ten. And then what was it last week or two? I said he was around eight to ten. Uh, top five. The most leniency I would give you is six. If you say six, and I don't even hate Jared Goff. I've always thought like I was hype when he came into the league, and um, I just always thought he was like above average. He's the fucking man. One of the few QBs to outduel Patrick Mahomes. That twenty eighteen Rams team was fucking serious. Justin, one of the few QBs. I I want you to hear this clearly. But Todd Gurley that year was fucking incredible. I I want you to hear this so clearly. One of the few teams, my nigga. To outduel Patrick Mahomes at QB, Jared Goff in a game. Are you talking about that head fucking to head, week that one? That shootout. No, not week one this year. I'm talking about the shootout they had years ago. 
Chiefs versus oh, Rams. That was a classic game. Outplayed him. Yeah, that was a good ass game. You could count on one hand how many times Mahomes has been outplayed. And Jared Goff was one of the guys to do that shit to him. You really want to do that regular season game? Yeah. Any, uh, his whole. That's what I'm saying. That's I, how, I've seen fucking Zach Wilson outplay Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. In the regular season. Those are the only two guys to do it. Jared Goff oh. and Zach Wilson. I ain't, I ain't seen no fucking Lamar, or Josh Allen do that. If shit. If we're going by playoffs, the only niggas I've seen beat Mahomes is Tom Brady. Well, I'm and not Joe saying Burrow. beat, but I'm not saying beat. Because obviously people have beat Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he's not he's not gone a fucking season undefeated. I'm saying like out duel. Because I could beat Mahomes with fucking um Zach. Not, not, let's not say Zach Wilson. Because Zach Wilson legitimately outplayed him that game. But I could beat Mahomes with um Bryce Young, let's say, right? And bro would throw like 200 yards. And Mahomes still throws 300, but we just fucking win for whatever reason. It's not outplaying him, but Jared Goff with Jimmy outplayed that motherfucker. Now, I'm not talking about week one this year. That shootout, he no, outplayed No, not yet. Him. That game, that was like a legit duel. Like, he outplayed him. They was going back Because he's forth. elite. That's why he's elite. There's few... Shit. I don't think there's any QBs that can match him, bro, when it comes to throwing. Just straight throwing. Accuracy, arm strength, nobody. Nobody is doing it better than him, bro. Nobody. I got Josh. No. Shit. I'll take Jared Goff over him some nights. They're interchangeable to me. I mean, I said he was ahead of him. Jared Goff's number four. But it's interchangeable to me. Besides Mahomes, like Joe Burrow and Josh Allen is interchangeable with Jared Goff. Nah. Nah. Then you tell me before we leave, before you do the housekeeping... And I'm not going to go into an argument with each guy. I'm just going to say yes or no. You tell me the eight QBs better than Jared Goff. Because you say he's within eight to ten. Because the lowest I would put him is six. So you you name these motherfuckers. I'll just say yes or no. I won't, I won't go into it. No, because of this, this, and this. All right. So Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. No. Josh Allen. Sometimes. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um... CJ Stroud. No, absolutely not. Justin Herbert. No. Jordan Love. No. No, no. Bro, not even the best QB in his fucking division. Stop it. Next. Um, that's what? I think that was six. Six or seven? Six. Uh, and you didn't say Hurts yet. Um oh man. Dude, I don't know if I'd want to put Hurts though. You think Jared Goff's better than Jalen Hurts? Yo, just off of this season. But then the shit that Jalen Hurts did Come last on, year and in the Super Bowl. Oh, who cares? It's last I don't want to discredit that. Come on, Justin. Say it. Say nah, it. Say in the camera that, that Jared Goff is better than Jalen Hurts. Nah, I'm going to go Hurts then Goff. You're fucking... I, I can't even say. I almost said something I shouldn't say. That nigga... If you want to talk about outperforming... That nigga outperformed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year. That's fine. In the Super Bowl. In the biggest game of the world. And lost. Yeah. And lost. Yeah. And then what do you do this year? He lost in the first round. All right, then. Same thing as Jared Goff. He lost in, in the what round, Jared Goff? He lost in the NFC Championship. <clears throat> and it's not like Jalen Hurts lost because the other team had literally God on their side. He fucking lost because he lost. He straight up lost. Jared Goff just ain't, ain't have God on his side like Brock Purdy do. All right. Let's, let's just be real. <laughs> But that's, that, that's crazy, bro. You really try to say those CJ's not better, Lamar's not better, Jalen Hurts is not better. Joe, bro, Justin Herbert is not better. That's crazy. No. 
Justin Herbert is not better than no fucking Jared Goff. He is. He's Jared Goff light. <laughs> he wishes he was Jared Goff. Uh-uh. But sign us out, Justin. All right, guys. If you guys are listening on audio, please give us five stars. Please leave a like. If you guys are watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Please like. Trying to get to 100 before or on Valentine's Day. We are at 89. We're we 11 away. We so, got third. We got, no, shit. We got 11 days. Yeah. So. This is fine. We got very time. reachable goal. Hopefully, you guys help us out with that. Um, On TikTok at the J&J Podcast. Yo, y'all like that last dance clip? Oh, 100%. I haven't checked today, but it was close to 40K. Beautiful. Yeah, y'all, y'all been going crazy with that. Shout out to you guys with that. And we appreciate all the support. All the clips is going up, doing crazy numbers. And we just appreciate the growth and um, all you guys supporting. So, thank you. Um, Do we have any shots? Do we know if it's anyone's birthday? It was my dad's birthday. Shout out to my dad, but um, he don't watch this shit. But is there anyone we know that like has a birthday coming up? Eric, Eric will get his shit later on. It's just at the end of the month. We don't know any birthdays, right? Nah. Get the fuck out of here. No way. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>